New Year, new episode. This is Big Sexy Digital Nomad. Uh, I am Judgmentalist, and sitting across from me is Big Sexy, your digital nomad, with Hello. a real countdown coming. I mean, we are... Yeah, it's 2023, and that's in the title of Black to 2023, so the countdown is continuing and getting smaller and smaller as we go. So we are in a a new year, and you're. I mean, you're la- you're you're three weeks away, less than three weeks away from being at least not living where you're currently living in Las Vegas. The next time Correct. after that jump that you return to Vegas will be Airbnb, couch hopping, what nomad. It, it will be the next time we're in Vegas, we will be spending four days. Um, well, okay, wait, let me back up. We leave our apartment. Uh, officially, we're going to turn our keys in January 26th. Our lease is up on the 28th. We're turning our keys in January 26th. However, we're going to move all our stuff to California January 21st. Uh, hang on, California, get our situated, come back on the 22nd. We have a, a hotel. Uh, uh, it was going to be at the Strat. It'll now be at the uh, New York, New York. Um, nice. Uh, from the 22nd through the 26th. Then we will have the car loaded and we will roll out and begin our uh, journey. Um, begin the Barry White Blacks at 2023 farewell tour across the country. Uh, we took a calendar. We mapped out the dates and the stops along the route. Of course, that that is always fluid because it also can change due to people. You know, we have plan on staying with folks, but, and, you know, my wife has to have her work schedule. So we got to figure out, we got to look at that and figure that kind of stuff out. You've uh, teased a little bit of that, at least the month of April on the social media. Yes, yes. Again, so uh, New Year, uh, I'm really pushing the promotion of uh, Big Sexy Digital Nomad uh, and trying to add, you know, content and um, information, as we promised the listeners that we would do, um, and to garner, you know, a, a wider following and more people. Um, uh, it's been interesting. I've also reached out to a bunch of uh, not a bunch, but quite a few folks about, you know, eventually guesting on the show um, to tell their travel stories and what have you. I, um, you know, again, 2023, if, if this is what I'm, if this is one of the main things I'm going to be doing once I leave the complaints department, then uh, I need to attack it as opposed to just a once a week kind of hang out and talk about shit type of thing. I need to like get in it and get involved and get invested and uh, do all the things. Yeah, I mean that once a week. What we're doing right now is really just kind of the tip of a very, very big iceberg. If you do, if you're doing this thing right, so you know, I, I think we need to throw the ICS wisdom out the window. They've got this little obelisk scheme going on. I think we need to go full on pyramid scheme. Oh, I, I've, I've been saying that from the jump. Like I was you, gonna, you guys this, over there, we, we don't obelisk here yet. We, we we're right. not obelisk until we have a thousand followers. We we need to be in pyramid scheme mode. So there's no entry fee. That's one of the best things about this. Um, you you not only get to be a listener at zero cost, but you can recruit a full downline of friends. Also yes. at zero cost. Zero cost to you. Zero cost to them. And we're talking about zero cost into perpetuity. That's right. And you are uh, welcome, again, to tell as many folks as you like. As my uh, One of my favorite sayings is, is uh, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your friends' family, and tell your family's friends. 
let everybody know about Big Sexy Digital Nomad. Because it's about to get real interesting in less than three weeks. Because as as we've told you, this is kind of the ramp up to the journey. And the journey is, I mean, obviously there are pieces and, and moving parts that go into the journey. But the journey really sets sail here quite the, soon. The, the, the progress is being made. It's interesting that it's January. Uh, you know, because previously when we earlier started, you know, January was this, yeah, we're leaving at the end of January, but you know, when you're saying that in July, (laughs) you know, it it feels so far away when you're saying October still feels kind of far away. But when you're saying that in January, that goes from months to weeks. So we have weeks left. And then, you know, every there's something planned every single weekend for our exit. I don't know about you, but 2022 was a burn. I mean, it was a flash in the pan. It went by so fast for me. Yeah, same here. Uh, it, it sped by. Um, and yet a lot still happened, right? A oh, for of, sure. A ton of stuff happened in what seemed like a short period of time however you know it's funny because they say you know time is uh not reflective but um this is why we need to stop recording so early in the morning (laughs) my brain is not working right uh uh it's uh time time is perspective right that, uh, that you know, the way I perceive time is different the way you perceive time. But, you know, but then time is also factual, right? Time is linear. Time is what it is. So, yeah, sure, the, the clock kind of moved the same. It was a little bit faster according to scientists. Sciences? Scientists. Because um, the Earth spun around a tiny bit quicker uh in the past recently so uh that well it's also i mean you're talking about this the 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 relativity element of it and relative that's the word that's the word you're looking for yes Um, relative when when you were one the past year of your life was 100 percent of your life you're you're now how old 51 so now the past year was 2% of your life. That's a big difference between 100% and 2%. Um, a little less than 2%, but, you know, whatever. We're rounding here. Um, so it's it's each, each progressive year becomes a smaller percentage of the whole. Yeah. Even though it's the exactly. same amount of time, with the exception the of leap years. Yes. Um, That's why perception and relative, you know, yes. So, so uh, 2022 was definitely an interesting year. I mean, you know, we uh, we started this in 2022. Uh, yeah, that's all I, I can mark it with. It was 2022 was the start of Big Sexy Digital Nomad. So what this did you do? Be easy to remember. So what did you do to uh, say goodbye to 2022 and welcome in 2023? I had an amazing weekend. I played Mahjong... Uh, we did a three-day Mahjong marathon. Oh, wow. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, shout out to the Las Vegas Henderson Mahjong butt-touching society. We all uh, got together over our friend Moma's house uh, on New Year's Eve uh, in the afternoon. It was funny because... Uh, she initially posted something the house will be open around four for her to come by. And then she posted a second thing that said, you know, game starts at seven. I didn't see the seven part. So we got there like a little bit after like four thirty, whatever. And nobody, nobody was there. Like we, Oh, Oh, well, I guess we're, I thought we were late and we were early, super early, uh, which was fine, which was fine. You know, it was great to hang out, chat, play three-person Mahjong until people started showing up. But then we left the, that party um, to actually turn over the new year and went to our friend Netta and Barry's house uh, to uh, ring in the new year. Um, and that's where the excitement kind of happened. Uh, uh, they are they're lovely, chaotic people. 
um, especially when alcohol is involved, as it was. Um, and it's interesting because uh, Neta is Bulgarian, um, and her father was in town for New Year's, and uh, her father is Bulgarian, like, doesn't speak English Bulgarian. Um, and it turns out that her father adores me. And uh, apparently, uh, my superpower, and I don't know if I've discussed my superpower on here just yet, but I'll, I'll tell you what that is in just a second, um, was in full display. Uh, so much so, of course, again, alcohol is involved. So he was, you know, leaned up on me like drunk people kind of lean up on you, just hugging, like happy to see you. And But he's he's saying everything, Bulgarian, 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 Bulgarian. And, and, you know, his daughter is translating here that he loves you. He's, he thinks you're great. You're a fav- one of his favorite people, like over and over and over again. Because, you know, uh, uh, drunk equals repetition. Um, oh yeah. And everybody was well into their cups, uh, with the exception of my wife and I. Um, I don't tend to drink out in public, especially if I know if I'm driving and I was driving all day. Uh, wife had a drink when she was there, maybe a couple of drinks were there, but not a lot, you know. Um, and the wife gets tipsy really fast, so she hit that point and goes, okay, I'm good. I don't need, I don't need anything more. Because uh, neither one of us really like to be drunk, drunk. And everybody else was drunk drunk uh barry uh the man in the household they also have there's four kids uh in the house uh uh all girls it's an all-girl household except for the husband um uh and you know uh again ring in the new year cheered or whatever uh took pictures laughing watch people get even too drunk uh and again, Barry does not speak. He's not Bulgarian. He doesn't speak Bulgarian. So he was trying to communicate with Netta's father. Um, but Netta was not translating. It was kind of hilarious. And he would ask her to translate, and she wouldn't do it. <laughs> she wouldn't tell him what he wanted her to tell him because she didn't like what he was trying to have her tell him. Uh, so she <laughs> like no, you can tell him. Tell him that. No, I'm not telling him that. Uh, he tried to get him to saber a champagne bottle. Uh, you know, and because uh, he does that, I guess he does that all the time. You know, but the father's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not going to take. I don't want to do it. You do it. I don't want to do it. You do it. You know, and, and that back and forth happened. You know, it's like, oh my god. Just do it so we can get out. And it was outside in the backyard, and it was raining. It was cold. It was wet. You know. But you had rain. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. On New Year's, it rained. I mean, we did too, but that didn't. That's not abnormal here. You and your. That's that's not abnormal for the desert. We get we get rain in the winter time. But uh, not much, like no, no, not a lot. I mean, you know, I mean, it wasn't single like, you know, digit days a year, right? It wasn't floodworthy. Uh, I'm sure we get rain double digits day, but just double digits out of a three, a 365, maybe 20. I don't know I, if any, if, if any of our listeners want to hop on weather.com or whatever and, and search how many days did it rain in Las Vegas in 2022, feel free. Now I know that it rains more in 2022 than it traditionally does because there was all that flooding and all that right. shenanigans. Right. Yeah, there was, there was definitely climate change issues here uh, that we experienced. But, yeah, so, you know, like, get us outside, get us inside from the rain. Do it so we can go inside. Uh, and it's funny, they have this, uh, they have a German Shepherd puppy, uh, this giant, this massive beast. Um, the last time we were over there was for uh, their latest baby shower, and it was just a small little dog that they had just gotten, you know, uh, yeah, I, I always marvel at how quickly big dogs become big dogs. You know, oh, they're yeah. still young, they're still hyper, but they're just massive. But it's adorable, cutest little dog, whatever. Um, I'll say, look, cutest dog, cutest giant in the house. Um, yeah, and then 
uh, we're all hanging out, talking, laughing, joking, and Barry is marveling at how nice my wife smells. Because uh, my wife has this tea tree oil that she likes to spray in her hair, and it's lovely. And tells Netta, no, smell Netta, she smells great. So Netta goes, in, uh, Netta goes in to smell my wife, and then bites her on the cheek. <laughs> like, painfully. Oh. And uh, my wife does not, my wife has strong boundaries especially around any kind of physical aggression or anything like that. Uh, so that was not okay. Um, so yeah, we almost lost friends on New Year's Eve. Oof. Uh, because um, of that. But, you know, uh, my wife messaged her and said, hey, that, that was not okay. You know, uh, she, and then that eventually apologized, you know. And so... Um, I think everything is cool now, but it, it was very tense for a hot moment. It wasn't what we it wasn't all fun and games and happiness. Uh, another guest there got wasted. He was passed out at the table. They all you know yell got him home. Uh, apparently, when he got home, he uh, projectile vomited in their foyer. Oh, I was not happy New Year. That. Uh, that is all hearsay and uh, speculation, but that's what I was told. I'm just reporting what I heard because I'm not obligated to only report what I see. Um, yeah, so uh, interesting night to say the least. And then we got back home Saturday, uh, Sunday, New Year's Day. <laughs> we went back over moments and continued playing Mahjong. Uh, and then I had yesterday off. Uh, from the complaints department. So cool. we hosted Mahjong. Nice. Uh, back here at the apartment. And again, had a great time. Everybody came over, played, you know. And then uh, that was our weekend. How about yourself? Well, I... Um, we ended up... I, I had my arm twisted a little bit because with with as much as I end up visiting... Las Vegas, I the place that Atlantic City, New Jersey has become on the totem pole for me just drops and drops and drops. Right. And uh, we've got some good friends that own a restaurant here in Maryland. So their ability to take off and fly across the, the country for a chunk of time is a little bit more limited because of, you know, their responsibilities you know, when you run a restaurant, there is no working from home. There is no remote this, that, or the other. You actually have to be there. That's kind of <laughs> how it works. So, you know, there are certain things in my world uh, that I can do from anywhere. There are definitely some things that I physically have to be in my office for to do, but I've got more flexibility with stuff like that. So last year I was in Vegas for New Year's Eve, but this year... um. The friends were like, hey, we're going to they, – they went to uh, Atlantic City last year, enjoyed it. There was a you know the Caesars Entertainment conglomerate, which uh, has three properties in, uh, in New Jersey, and uh, that has changed. They've always had three, at least in my recollection, but the three that they have has changed since the Caesars-El Dorado merger sort of dealio. And you're seeing transitions with those properties um, wherever they are. Um, so they used to own a Bally's, which was connected to Caesar's Palace. They sold that to the Bally's company or something like that. Right. They El Dorado had the Tropicana in um, in Atlantic City. So totally different ownership group than who owns the Tropicana in Las Vegas. They are not Which the same apparently place. apparently now is, is owned by Bally's. And is going to apparently be renamed to Bally's, yes. yes. According so. to our, my, our news source, which is the Ice Cream Social, uh, as they discuss uh, Vegas parking and weather, um, that's my news source. I've not done any research whatsoever. 
Uh, I have not done my own research. I just take their word for it uh, and report it here. <laughs> and I have done probably less research than Big Sexy. So, um, <laughs> so, so Caesars Entertainment still has three properties out there. Um, you know, it took them leaning on me for a little while because, again, for me, I would much rather book a flight and go to Vegas than, you know, to, to then it, it's it's only about a two hour drive for me to get to Atlantic City. So it's not really that arduous, but it's still it's not Vegas. And, right. you know, you name it because there are you know, a lot of people over the years have told me, hey, I don't you know, I don't gamble. Why would I go to Vegas? And I said, listen. I could plan you six or eight different trips to Las Vegas based on your interests, and they would be mutually exclusive of each other. You know, so maybe you're a foodie, maybe you are a gambler, maybe you are into magic, maybe you're into musicals, maybe you're into um, live music, whatever it is. There's like a you could you could book a whole week long trip just partaking in you know, or focused on that that interest and not even cross paths with a person who has a different trip planned in the same city absolutely with different interests um now they've got you know the you know two major sports teams within the next 5 years they're going to have three major sports teams maybe all four who knows um the the athletics are probably going to become the aces and end up in Las Vegas. Allegedly, I've heard potentially the Rio as a spot. I've heard potentially that land where the Trop and Oyo is as a spot. Right. That, you know, could be anywhere, but they, I know that they want it like right in the mix, just like um, the other two stadiums are. Yeah. You stadium and T Mobile, which I'm happy to say that, uh, again, our crazy friends, Netta and Barry, are season ticket holders to the Raiders game and have invited me to the last home game of the season against Kansas City. Uh, That's a big game. Sunday, um, which is which is hilarious and kind of par for the course that the last game the the last game I'm gonna that's gonna be here in Las Vegas is gonna be the very first game I ever go to. Uh, as big as a Raiders fan as I am, I don't have Raider uh, ticket pockets. Uh, so, um, and they've invited me, you know, the whole season, but uh, something always comes up during the home game. So that's the way. And yeah, I have something planned this coming Sunday, too. But again, the priority being the last one has kind of raised that uh, importance for me. I have to get inside the stadium again. I, I, I will no longer allow myself to be considered a Raiders fan if I did not see at least one Raiders game while they're here in Las Vegas. We were in the same city. It's a fun nice. stadium too. I was there last year with these same friends. They are Eagles fans, and I believe it was last season that they played home games against both the Ravens, who is my hometown team, and the Eagles. I had too much stuff going on to be able to make it out for the Ravens game, but did come out with my friends to that uh, Eagles game, and it, it was a good time. And uh, yeah, so definitely worth it. Your your friend, if I am ever in need and and um, have the luxury of perhaps partaking in or purchasing tickets from them, those season ticket holders, she's welcome to bite my cheek. I'll be okay with it. Um, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Uh, even even as a an NFL agent with players on a variety of different teams, it's not like I can just snap my fingers and get tickets um, at will. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. It's a really, it's a mixed bag. It's a lot of, you know, for me to go to a road game, I have to have a backup plan because sometimes you don't find out when you're getting tickets from players until the night before. So, um, you know, that being said, um, yeah, so anyway, back to where we were as we've come full circle around. No no explanation other than Atlantic City. Um, So our friends do the Atlantic city thing for the second straight year. They convince us to go and quite frankly, flying out to Vegas would not have been in the cards for my schedule this year. Um, maybe, maybe back next year, who knows? Um, Cause it looked to have been a much better time this year than last year, but that's neither here nor there. The Omicron was spiking up and everything like that last year. So um, 
we go to Atlantic City, we are staying at the Tropicana. So that is, it's a property that I never really spent much time at because it's kind of separated, but still on the boardwalk. That's Atlantic City's version of the Strip, although it's not, you know, it, there's no comparison. Um, by the, before we get there, our friends had left and went there before us. We are getting text messages, you know, in a group text that are indicating that they are not pleased with their accommodations. Oh, um, they end up talking to a host. They end up going to another property. They end up at Caesar's Palace. And you, you, and you're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're still on the road. We're still on our way. I'm driving. My wife is is kind of giving me the play by play from their texts and everything like that. And I'm just like, say this and and write that back and blah 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 blah. Now, is this group of friends like uh, all couples or is it? Um, yeah, four four people mixture. total. Um, okay. Yeah, my wife and then the two folks that own this this restaurant that's here in town. Um, and you know, it, and here's the thing: going to Atlantic City from a accommodation standpoint is not the same as going to Las Vegas. No. Number number one, there are more rooms than you could shake a stick at because there are more hotels than you could shake a stick at in Las Vegas. When I, I would consider myself at the very, if you, if there was a list of people that qualify as quote, high rollers, I am scraping probably the next to the bottom of that list. Like I am not some big whale, but I gamble. Okay. Yeah. And I gamble enough to get most of my trips comped anywhere. Um, in fact, when I'm traveling to just like normal places, like name a city, um, you, you mentioned Kansas city there, there are casinos in Kansas city. I can hop on my Caesars app or I can hop on my M life app and and more likely than not, unless it's like some special time of the year or some special event is going on, I can get hotel rooms for absolutely nothing in that city. Nice. Um, so so I gamble more than not, you know, more than nothing. So, but when I go to Las Vegas, it's like I feel they make you feel like a VIP even at that low level, like. For right. me to get a room out there, it is usually a minimum. It's probably larger than your apartment. No offense to your apartment. Like it's. Oh no, no fair. That's, that's that's accurate. It's somewhere between a twelve and eighteen hundred square foot. It's got a living room. I've had stuff with foosball tables in. I've had these like weird hanging basket chairs and sex swings um, in suites. Uh, you know, panoramic views of the Strip at at uh, Planet Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And in this is again. I, I am I am being very clear into where I am in the hierarchy of things. Like I am at the bottom of what you would consider to be a high roller. So I'm not rolling out here with like two million dollars or even a million dollars or even a hundred thousand dollars for a weekend. Um, and there are people who will piss that away in a night. So I don't. Right. There's no comparison between me and them. In Atlantic City, and that's like just whatever. Come on down. It's a suite. Like I have even argued with hosts. Listen. I would much rather just have a nice room in a nice location and the next time or sometime when I come and I've got a big group of people that I want to bring, I want to be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, I need 10 rooms, put them kind of close together or at least in the same tower. And then you'll say yes to that. Like I'd rather have, you know, right that than this big elaborate room or whatever. Like you, when you were at New York, New York, you probably, and that was super nice, right? That room I was in, yeah, that yeah, suite? That was, that was a very nice suite. Yeah. Probably one of the least impressive suites I've been in in in, in Las Vegas. Nice. And it was nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah, my um, room when I go to New York, New York, when we come back uh, at the end of this month, will not be said not nice. It will be your standard two queen bed room because we don't gamble. Well, my mother gambles. That's why the room is be comped. But, uh, you know, she she does the old senior citizen come to Vegas and kind of gamble. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, standard room, decent tower. That's what we, you know, that's like the best that we could hope for. The, the only time that I've had something that would qualify as a suite in Atlantic City, I paid way too much money for. It was super <laughs> nice. It was on par with what we would get in, in Las Vegas. But I paid like 
1200 bucks for the weekend for it. It was Valentine's Day weekend. I was looking to do something special, yada, yada, yada. So anyway, we get there, and there's nothing wrong with our room. It's fine. We're also pretty no-frills, don't-give-a-shit. Laid-back, kind of cool. It's clean. There aren't rodents running around. We're good. Um, well, Joe, when rodents are your bar, you might want to set the bar just a little bit high. But it, I, get, I get it clean and, you know, but, you know, the question that begins to beg the question, what kind of experiences have you had that that is your bar? Well, it, it's it's not really from a comparison standpoint. It's just oh, gotcha. okay. how much time am I really, you know, when you go to a destination, how much time are you really spending in that room? Awake. The question, you know, how much with time are you spending in that room? And, yeah. With the lights on. Conscious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this will be uh, yeah. Uh, sidebar: This will be a very interesting uh, aspect because this will be the first time I'm actually going to be working from a hotel room. Like, yeah, so for I, you, I, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. I'll be spending a lot of time in the room. Important things will be, you know, how strong or or, or stable and reliable are is the Wi-Fi. Right. You know, those things will matter when when your purpose for being there changes. You know, I'd love to hear from listeners. How bougie are you when it comes to hotel stays? Like, yeah. do you do, is that something that's important for you? Do you want it to be decked out to the nines? If you've got, you know, do you want to be on near the elevator? Do you want to be far from the elevator? Do you want to be on a higher floor, a lower floor? All sorts of that weird stuff. Like, tell us what your tell us what your hotel kinks are. Right. Yes. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, and share that information. So anyway, we had uh, the first night we were there. We so we went up Friday night, which was the thirtieth, and our friends had reservation had gotten reservations for Gordon Ramsay Hell's Kitchen, um, and they and I that weekend that we went out for the uh, that that football game had gone to the Vegas Hell's Kitchen. Um, super nice, super high quality food. Um, Pricey as hell. I mean, you could expect to spend if you're not drinking approximately eighty to a hundred dollars a person if you're mm. not drinking. Right. Um, and then the drinks end up being, you know, because they're all like these hoity-toity cocktails, so you end up spending like double it, yeah, you know, fifteen to twenty-five dollars a drink or something like that. So, uh, you know, we had a good time there. Um, the food was good. Gambled a little bit. Um, you know, and that was that was kind of the first night. The second night was New Year's Eve, and when these parties were supposed to be, I learned like two days ahead of time that when my host booked my room, that he did not include me in the party. And I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't you include me in the party? But whatever. So <laughs> we, we, you know, and by the time that I had picked up on this and said, hey, you know, what are the details about the party? And he's like, oh, that's not included in what I booked for you. I'm like, can you add that? Nope, it's sold out. I'm like, sold out. Like, come on, push it. Because nobody goes to this shit half the time. Like, right. whatever. So my friends had the tickets, and all they are is a wristband. So, you know, we're we're playing the whole, like, okay, you two go in, and then... Somebody uh, bring an extra wristband out and... You know, and then somebody came out with a wristband and we all, you know, and, and give it some time, make it look good, separate each other because they had it funneled in. Like normally these things happen in like a big ballroom and there's like eight doors on that one side and you can right. just sneak into one of the other ones or whatever. That was not the case the way this one was set up. But, you know, we popped in and out. We made that happen. But just we didn't make it till midnight and we didn't care. <laughs> What time did you crash out? Um, I I ended up being done probably around eleven. Like I just got to the point where I was in this mode where time was moving so slow. We were talking about the perception of time right. earlier in this episode. Time was moving so slow that like I would feel like a half hour went by and it was like a minute had ticked off the clock. And I was just <laughs> like, Bro, I can't do this. Um so I ended up I, I ended up leaving early. But, you know, it was fun. It was a good time. We had fun, you know, didn't lose too much money gambling. That's In good. fact, it's, it, it's, they, they, my friends joked around with me the next day. They're like, hey, 
don't feel bad about crashing out early. It probably saved you a couple grand because I guess right. they went and gambled some and it didn't go well after that. But hey, you know, it is what it is. Um, I will be setting my sights on someplace that's not Atlantic City next year. Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll see where Big Sexy and, and Nilla are and I'll make uh, New Year's plans to be there. Who that would be awesome. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, potentially doing New Year's and, and again, in a place where I barely speak the language. Uh, and experience, and it just because there's some there's something universal about uh, a worldwide party. Yeah, you know, uh, a friend of mine was showing me a video from somebody who was in Portugal, uh, and they were filming. Uh, somebody else had filmed the fireworks going off um, from a hotel, and it was just beautiful over the city and stuff like that. And I'm going, you know. The amazing thing is that's in another country, that that's in uh, this whole other place that is celebrating, you know, the kind of the same way everybody celebrates around the world. So there'll be something so familiar and amazing about that. But we'll have an entirely new circle of friends. Uh, again, shit, we might even be on a cruise. Yeah. You know, we, we, we may experience New Year's on a cruise. New Year's on a cruise ship. They can't uh, shoot fireworks off there, right? You have to. Yes, be a, they can. Can they? Yes, they can. Certain ships have a, a ability to shoot fireworks off a ship. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I've seen. Fi- I, did, I know the Disney cruises do uh, fireworks. I've seen fireworks off a cruise ship. So, um, I don't know. It's a cool, fun time that everybody in the world is experiencing, kind yeah. of the same thing, but at different times. Like but my it, my New Year's was, you know, three hours ahead of yours. Right. Our, our pal Brogan, five hours ahead of me. Right. Um, you know, our pal Wayne, even further ahead of all of us. Like, right. It, it was, you Days, know. A day ahead of us, almost. It's speaking of Wayne. Wayne Wayne has uh, has graced us, and I haven't listened to it yet, but has graced us with some external monologue. You want to get oh, into that? Oh, well, well, you know what? Uh, yeah, go ahead and play our transition music. External monologue. And you can bring us your external monologue by either going to Big Sex or no, yeah, Big Big Sexy Digital Nomad dot com, Big Sexy Nomad dot com, Big Sexy Nomad dot com. You know, it's it's fucking like episode fifteen. I should know this by now. Or just go to, <laughs> you know, just go to prankcall dot me, and then this, it'll bring you to the exact same spot. In fact, I think prankcall dot me brings you exactly to where you're in the interface to just record us a message. This one here comes from uh, Wayne Geo, all the way over there in Australia, who he got ahead of us uh, and caught the New Year bug a little earlier than we did. He is the uh, one of the hosts of the critically acclaimed Hey Buddy Nice Podcast podcast. Um, so check them out if you haven't yet. Let's um, let's see what Wayne's got to say. All right. Hey guys, it's uh, Wayne from uh, Hey Buddy Nice Podcast. Just leaving you a message. Um, look, I've lost my charger for my Nintendo 3DS. And just, have you guys seen it? Because I've looked everywhere. And I can't <laughs> find it. I was even in the shed and I went through all the boxes and it's just not there. So just, um, yeah, just please just give us a shout if you see it. Thanks, guys. Uh, stay fresh. All right. Um, I can tell you. Thanks, Wayne. I certainly have not seen the charger for your uh, 3DS. Wayne, uh, it fell underneath the seat um, uh, in the car uh, on the side on the side panel, right in between the seat and the drive shaft. Uh, it's, it fell in between there, uh, but just be aware it became a nest for a house of spiders. So uh, just be careful when you retrieve it. Uh, make sure you're wearing your um, Australian. Uh, released spider gloves because i know that you all get those when you're uh, of age um your spider handling gloves because you guys have a problem over there with the creepy crawlies so uh or you may just want to abandon it and burn the car that would be my suggestion yeah burn the car that's what most people here in the states would do um yeah. So, um, I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe if he gets bit by one of those spiders, he'll be able to climb on the walls the next time he comes to Vegas. Yes, or he'll be climbing the walls until his heart stops. 
Mm. So I mean, you know, Australian spiders. Maybe, maybe that means he has to climb the walls backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wayne, great to hear from you, guy, buddy. Uh, if you, if you listeners, if you haven't done already, please check out uh, "Hey Buddy, Nice Podcast" uh, wherever you get your podcast. They also have some really cool merch. Um, they sure do. Uh, so check out the uh, "Hey Buddy, Nice." Pod something store. Nicepodbud.com. There you go. There you slash. Go. Nice pod, nice, yes, what, what Joe is saying. Slash either store or shop. If the one doesn't work, try the other one. Yeah. Or hit them up on the social medias as well. Uh, we love Brogan and Wayne. Uh, the, we we call, the, um, call them our foreign inspiration. And speaking of international travel, I, I think I'm allowed to say this. If not, then yell at me, but whatever. Um, they're coming back to the states. They're going to be in Vegas uh, this spring. Uh, mid- have, they, have they announced that on their podcast yet? I think that they have announced the fact. You know what they have said on the podcast that they have purchased Penn and Teller tickets oh, in okay. Vegas. Okay, so, so then that's 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 uh, it's enough. That's enough to that's not enough to, know. to not reveal too much. I know that they will be there mid March through mid April ish, somewhere in that range for a couple of weeks. And so it, when we I'm hoping that on our the beginning of our uh, Barry White Blacks at 2023 farewell tour, uh we're going to drive back through Vegas and make it a point to uh connect and we all have to do something, and maybe we'll do like a, a in person if you're here in town a joint collaboration thing. Because we'll be we'll be we'll be back in Vegas and hanging out for a few days. Because again, it, it'll be a work days for the misses, so we we're not we're not we're, we're not traveling the long distance on work days. So the long, it's funny. I look, I look at the map and the long distance, we have two long distance treks. Uh, the first trek is from Vegas to Colorado. That's about 12 hours. And then there's an, a long trek from Colorado to St. Louis, which is like 10 or 11 hours. Um, and then uh, we're bouncing around the Midwest uh, and then we have another long trek once we get to the East Coast uh, from uh, so, uh, South Carolina into Miami, uh, where we stop. We may stop in the middle somewhere in there, but that's about an eight-hour trek. So you're uh, cutting more south than me, aren't you? Yes, yeah, we're cutting uh, as far. We're cut as far. The, the, we're going to North. We'll be in North Carolina. Uh, we'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina, for a few days. Oh, I um, love Charlotte. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we're, we're cutting, we're cutting across the middle of the country and then, uh, and then bouncing down a little bit to Nashville, Tennessee, and then over to North Carolina and then down all the way through Florida. I'm going to see if I can't, uh, line my schedule up with that, uh, Tennessee jaunt. Cool. Yeah. I, I will shoot you the dates that we have mapped out. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Or you can check out my Instagram, my latest one of my latest Instagram, our latest Instagram posts, and see the uh, the calendar as we have tentatively mapped it out now. Yeah, I mean the biggest problem for me with doing that is that I am going to be most likely in Vegas during a chunk of that time that I just mentioned, um, and then I'm going to be back in Vegas the last week of April. So. Um, it, it basically would have me not home during the month of April for the most part. So, right. That part, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a little, if I, if I did, well, I mean, if I just went out for a weekend, it's not that big of a deal. Right. So, um, yeah, we're going to try to, uh, uh, meet up with, uh, uh, microscope and the who's Goose podcast. We're going to try to meet up with them out there. Um, yeah, and it, it, we got you know it's fun. It's, this is the some of the fun part is the mapping out. But it's also the the mind numbing part because like ah, uh, this time management is yeah and tough. And you know uh, I have ADHD, and so trying to stay focused on time management is not easy. You know it's like ah uh, ah, uh, what shows on? <laughs> I'd rather watch a TV show right now. 
uh, speaking of which, we just finished watching uh, Years and Years on, uh, I think it's HBO Max or Hulu, a British show set in the, the not-too-distant future. Uh, very interesting. If you ha- if people want to check it out, check out Years and Years. Uh, I'll tell you, the British know how to do TV. You know, they keep it short and sweet. Uh, they do a series that you, this, you, you look, you go, this could be a movie, but I understand the development they need or whatever. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting check. So if you get a chance, check that out. Yeah. Sweet deal. Yeah, I will. I've not even heard of that. Um, I had neither. Wife, wife finds the weirdest shit, and then we end up, uh, she watches it and then says, okay, you need to watch this. Okay, fine, I'll watch it. And you, usually it's pretty good. Sometimes it's really weird. Like, we watch a show called The Baby, uh, also HBO Max, uh, about this demonic baby. I have... I. I wouldn't be able to get away with watching that with the wife. That would be a watch it on my own thing. It's, it's, um, it's, well, it's, it's kind of a horror comedy. Um, it's really amazing how they take this very simple shots of this baby and make it ominous. And it's just a baby being a baby. So, you know, you throw a little bit of dangerous music behind it and, you know, lingering camera angles and people's reaction. It's it's hilarious. It's <laughs> I, I, say, I, I say check out the trailer. Check out the trailer for the baby and see if it holds your interest. But uh, yeah, we watched that series. Again, British, they, they know how to do TV. Interesting, because I've got HBO Max, so I should be able to pick those up. I just haven't seen them. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So any, uh, um, any, uh, uh, let me ask you this: any New Year's uh, travel, uh, uh, not necessarily travel hacks, but any travel you know recommendations or suggestions or or tips and tricks to have how to handle travel during the new year. Cause I realized I don't tra- I haven't traveled for the new year damn near since the turn of the century. Um, well, I mean, this year, all I did was drive last year. Um, how was traffic in, how was traffic into Atlantic city? There, there were a couple of little spots, but I think that those were because of accidents, not because of traffic in general. Um, Last year, we flew into Las Vegas, I believe, on the 31st, which was a mistake. Um, there were no problems getting there, but, you know, the, the, the needing a day or so-ish to adjust to the time zone, my wife didn't even go to the New Year's party. I went to the New Year's party, but didn't make it up much later than New Year's on the East Coast. Right. Um and it just, if you know, getting out there a day early would have probably made things a lot easier. Uh, so, if anything, just keep that in mind when you're traveling across time zones that you might be in need of some time to adjust. Um, Here's a little travel tip. If you're coming to Vegas for New Year's, uh, some people don't realize this. They shut the strip down. Yeah. N- not just, like, um, you know, reroute and do, no, they shut that shit down and uh, there, there's no cars allowed. Um, and then there's extra, extra since, since uh, uh, pretty much since uh, uh, 9-11, uh, they've altered, like, there's no strollers, no baggies. You know, people used to be on the strip with everything and kind of, you know, backpacks. So the security is strong. So we just come prepare for that. Also, what I like to remind people, if you're going to ever come to Vegas for New Year's, it's fucking cold. It is. So, unless you're coming from Buffalo, then it's like lukewarm. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it's still it gets cold and it gets cold on the strip, and you know you can't just pop in any casino willy nilly. They lock the doors uh, because they have their own private parties going on uh, that you have to pay to get into. Pretty much wherever you're, uh, if you come out, if you're staying at a hotel. Uh, that's usually where you're going to party at. Uh, if you have tickets to another party elsewhere, get there early because um, it's a madhouse and it's massive. Locals don't ever tend to go to the trip, especially on New Year's, because it's just a madhouse. It's insane. Trying to navigate. Uh, it sucks when you got to cross the strip to get to a party, which oh, I've yeah. had to do before. I was like, nope, you got to figure out the other ways around. And if you know, you know, you take that in. Um, uh, but still, you know, just prepare for that. I would say my, my travel tip, the tra- big sexy digital nomad travel tip of the day, prepare. 
Yeah. And, and in general, with the temperature thing, what I have noticed, at least with most of the casinos on the Strip, is that their thermostat does not work the same way yours does at home. Like you've got a dial or you can, you know, or a little thing that will, will give you a different range, almost like a dimmer switch, or you can just put in the temperature numbers. No, they have hot and they have cold. And last year when we were there, it was on hot. And boy, oh boy, it's like, bro, it's like eight degrees, 10 degrees, too hot. Um, and then, of course, you will be, when you're inside on a strip casino in the summertime when it's 115 outside, it'll be like cool 65. 70s. Yeah, uh-huh. inside, like they, 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 it is. You are definitely in a in a nice box in the in the uh, summer. So, no matter what time of year you are going out there, if you are sensitive to the temperature, make sure that you have the appropriate layers or not layers to adjust to it. Indeed. Well, listeners, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Absolutely. Remember. We're not running an obelisk scheme here. We are running a pyramid scheme. So make sure you are telling somewhere between three and five friends to listen to us. The sooner we get this mm-hmm. into play, the sooner we jump off of this ship because we've built an audience that's that's big enough to not need it. Uh, speaking of jumping off ships, uh, feel free to hit us up with your cruise stories. Hit us up with uh, tales of travel woes or travel highs. Uh, 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 hit us up with uh, anything you want to chat with. Chat with us. Interact. We we look for some social interaction. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you can email us at bigsexynomad at gmail.com. Uh, you can hop on at uh, bigsexynomad.com. Uh, go to our uh, site and leave a message there. Prankcall.me. Uh, that gives you access to leave us an external monologue where we will play it here. As you heard our friend Wayne Geo, we will do that again as well. Uh, so chime in, uh, share, uh, if you have questions for us or you want to hear any particular stories, uh, let us know. Uh, you can find us both, uh, mainly on the Twitter. We can find, uh, Joe mainly on the twinners, twinners, twitters, the Twitter feed. Uh, where can they find you? Um, so I am um, trolling some far right nut jobs at Psychic Ish, mostly on Twitter, some on Instagram. Um, if somebody is interested in sharing their uh, hotel kinks, where can they find you? Uh, you can catch me at Who Is Big Sexy, uh, pretty much everywhere: uh, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter all the things. And then as a whole, you can find us at big sexy nomad. Gotta love it. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Safe, safe travels. travels. Yeah, that one works. <laughs>